turn it off if I go to sing. <laughs> Like I say, we really appreciate being here this morning and uh, thankful for the day that the Lord has given us. And uh, we start off with a word of prayer and to get our service going. And I know before we do that, I know there's a lot of people out there that know that it's Linda Brock's birthday and they would love to be able to wish her a happy birthday in person. So we're going to wish her a happy birthday. We really appreciate our pastor and his wife and all that they do. So I know there's a lot of people out there that wants to do it and probably going to be a bunch of texts for it because we really do love our pastor and his wife and appreciate everything they do for our church. So we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for the day that you've given us, Lord, and we just want to pray, Lord, that your gospel will go out today. And as we look out and see the sun shining, Lord, we're so thankful. And we're thankful, Lord, that you had made the day and that you can make this day special for somebody, Lord, and that if they're willing to open up their life and give their heart to you, Lord, and that they can be saved and that the gospel will just go out and be able to reach those that are lost and those who are out, Lord, when we're able to come back, and that, Lord, and that our church house will be full, Lord, and that we might have to build a bigger building to be able to keep everybody in. We just thank you and praise you for everything that you do for us. We ask this in Jesus' name, and amen. And... Um, you know, we was thinking this morning, we got up and mowed our lawn, and like I said, yesterday was a beautiful day, and today is another beautiful day, and we're, we're just so thankful, and, I, and I'm excited about what could happen with the service today, and you know, we was got a scripture we was going to read in Psalm 118, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever said, Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them that now fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. He said, I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? And, you know, he sat there and said, In my distress... You know, if you're out there today and the gospel comes to you in your distress, you can call upon the Lord and he will hear you. It's said that his mercy endureth forever. I'm thankful that as an 11-year-old boy, as a 12-year-old boy, and that I got saved, the Lord came to me and I answered his call. And the distress that I felt like, you know, that I was going to hell, he came with me with another opportunity to go to heaven. He showed me that I was lost and it sat there and said, the Lord is on my side. Terry, I'm thankful today that if we're saved, the Lord's on our side. And if you ain't saved, the Lord can be on your side. And we're going to ask Linda or, you know, if Linda has a song, we want her to come and be able to sing. And if not, you know, we had turned it over to our pastor, but I believe she's going to come and sing a song. So you just really pray and big things can happen today. Um, I'm thankful to be here. Um, I'm thankful for my birthday. I'm thankful that I got to live another year. Um, but I'm the most thankful for when the Lord came into my heart. And I spent some time with God. And if you're here or if you're watching online and you haven't taken that opportunity that God has given you to spend time with God on your knees and call on him, 
and ask him to come into your heart, I can promise you that that will be the best thing that will ever happen to you. So I'm going to try to sing this song. I spent some time with God down on my knees crying Lord please help me have mercy on me and in his love and kindness he heard my plea in that time with God down on my knees in a world full of darkness just a sinner was I traveling down a long highway sin was blinding my eyes then i came to a crossroad i know not how or why my heart became unburdened and i began to cry in that time with God I spent on my knees he gave me joy and happiness and a heart that is free my blinded eyes were opened and again I could see I am so thankful for that time with God on my knees We really appreciate that song and thankful for the time that I spent on my knees when I asked the Lord to forgive me. And, you know, we uh, preached a message last week where it talked about the I am. And, uh, you know, over this week we, we was thinking about it again. And, you know, back with Moses, Moses had to go help out the children of Israel. And he said, you know, Moses came to him and said, you know, who do I tell him sent me? And he said, tell him that I am sent me. You know, he said, tell him that I am sent you, and I want you to tell him, he said, that, uh, that my people knows who the I am is. And he said that I am the I am for now and forever. And he said, so if you tell them that, they're going to know that the I am sent you. So, you know, today, if you're there and lost, you know, if the Lord's coming at you, that's the I am. It ain't Terry Brock. The Lord gives Terry Brock the message just like he gave Moses to go free the people, he's giving them the message, and the I am is coming for you. So really pray today, and like I said, I believe somebody can get saved. We appreciate being here. We turn over to our pastor.
Well, I appreciate being here this morning. I appreciate that opening up. I appreciate everybody cheering. I appreciate the fellows running equipment up there. I appreciate everybody that's listening and watching online. And I thank God for his mercy. God's been so good to us and blessed us so much. And I'm so honored to be in the house of God this morning. I've been uh, looking forward to coming. I've had this service on my heart so much. And I thank God. And so I want you to really pray. And uh, I'd like to offer another prayer before I preach, feel like it. And I, I just pray. Precious Heavenly Father, <clears throat> Lord, I thank you for the opening up and for the singing, uh, for the prayer already. And just want to pray again. God, please give us of your Holy Spirit. Give us great power this morning, God. Give us conviction. Uh, God, help us to see people and hear about people getting saved this morning. Uh, God, that's uh, more important than anything. And our heart longs for people to get saved. And uh, Lord, I know that you want to save people. I know you're able to and you're ready to. And it just, the uh, only thing that's left is for them to come when you call. And God, I pray this morning that you'd bless this service. And uh, Lord, that you'd help us to just uh, get ourselves out of the way and get in the center of your will, God, and be able to preach with great power. And we pray for our sister churches this morning, too. In Jesus' name we pray, and amen. And uh, I want to read this morning, if you'd like to read with me, from the 29th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. And then from there, I'm going to go to the 11th chapter of the book of Luke. And uh, they tie closely together. And so you pray very earnestly. And uh, I'm glad that we have a, a big God today. And he's able to handle things that we can't handle. And uh, I... Boy, I appreciate what Lee said and about he telling about when he got saved, and uh, my mind went back to when I got saved. I just uh, I thought I, I don't know enough about it. I can't do it. I I might not be good enough to manage it. But when it come right down to it, all I had to do was do what God said and seek the Lord, because He already managed it. He'd already He'd already uh, got everything in place, and He'd already done the work, and uh, it was just there for me. I just had to come and claim it. But uh, here in the 29th chapter of the book of Jeremiah, we'll start reading at verse 11. And uh, this is uh, the Lord uh, speaking to them and to us. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. You just imagine God having thoughts toward us. And uh, you might say, well, what kind of God, what kind of thoughts would God have toward us? I'll tell you, I'll tell you some of the thoughts he had toward us. Uh, he thought that he loved us so much he gave his son to die on a cross for us. So he said, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace, boy, God loves us, and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken to you. So God's saying, you just need to come and ask me, and I'll listen. And listen to what he says down here, verse 13 and 14. And ye shall seek me and find me, when you shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity. And boy, praise God for that. And then I want to look over in the 11th chapter of the book of Luke. And I'll, I'll read some more scriptures here, but I want to focus, first of all, on the uh, 9th verse in the 11th chapter of the book of Luke. This is where I'm going to get my text phrase from this morning. It's on my heart. And this is Jesus speaking here. And he said, in verse 9, chapter 11 in Luke, he said, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. And that's my text this morning. That's what's on my heart. Seek, and ye shall find. And he goes on and says, Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. 
Verse 10, for everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. And then it goes on. Jesus is explaining prayer here in this chapter. First uh, few verses of this is what people call the Lord's Prayer. Then he gave an example uh, about how the church prays and God uh, puts bread on the table. And then he came down to these verses. But we go on down here at verse 11. He said, and if a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? And uh, I remember when I was a young fellow and I was asking the Lord uh, to save me. And uh, Lee, I remember uh, when I uh, got satisfied, when God saved me. And uh, he gave me his Holy Spirit. He gave me that when he saved me. And so uh, back here uh, where we're uh, talking about and we were reading back in uh, Jeremiah, he said, uh, you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Uh, I want you to really pray this morning. I want you to think about this. And, uh, I've got a lot of people on my heart this morning. and uh, I won't tell his name. I'll leave that for him to do. But uh, there was a man that uh, I talked with Friday night kind of late and Saturday about midday. And we talked. He's really burdened. He was, he was really convicted and seeking the Lord, and I, we prayed on the phone uh, Friday night and Saturday. He said he felt a lot better, but he just wasn't sure he was satisfied. Uh, I've got that man on my heart, plus a lot of other people. Uh, let me tell you this. I left my phone with Linda back there. Uh, my cell phone number is uh, uh, 419-236-8989. And if you need to, uh, to call and it's on your heart to call, uh, she can answer the phone. Uh, she might wait till I get done preaching to uh, share with me what it is, or maybe you'll call a little bit later. But again, it's 419-236-8989. If you're out there and, and you've gotten satisfied that God saved your soul, you need to let it be known. You need to tell it. And if, you, if you're out there and, and you realize that you're lost and you need to seek the Lord and you want somebody to pray for you and you're interested in somebody uh, trying to talk to God for you and with you, uh, call. We're glad to hear from you. But now, I want to get this. It's real important. When it talks back here about uh, when you uh, search for me with all your heart, he said, I'll be found of you. Well, now, when I was a lost boy, one of the things that God uh, used uh, when he was speaking to me, he called me with the great power of the Holy Spirit and uh, let me realize how much he loved me and let me realize that Jesus died on the cross for me. And uh, But when he was doing that, uh, Satan was right there whispering in my other ear and he was saying, you're just not worthy. Uh, you can't measure up. Uh, Satan said, uh, how are you going to know if you uh, believe with your whole heart? You might not do it good enough. You might not say it enough. And for a while, I focused on that. And I'd try to pray, and I'd think, well, maybe I can pray good enough. Maybe I, maybe I can say the words good enough. Uh, uh, Sister Brandy, I come to the altar about six times before I got saved. And I was trying to help God, and I was trying to figure it out. Uh, boy, I'm glad. Uh, here's what happened. Uh, when I come to a point when I uh, had exhausted all my efforts, uh, I'd tried to promise God enough things uh, that God had saved me. I'd tried to pray good enough that God would listen to me. Uh, I'd try to figure out how I was going to manage to live for the Lord later on. Uh, I couldn't do any of that. But when I came to a point where I just give up, I just surrendered. And I, you've heard me tell this, a lot of you have. 
I, I, this was the, the words of a 12-year-old boy. Uh, the word's not important, but the attitude of the heart is. When I come to a point, I'd, I'd prayed. I, I hadn't got saved, and my heart was so heavy. I, I said, Lord, I've done all I can. Boy, I can remember how I felt, Linda. I, I said, Lord, I've done all I can. Nothing's worked. I'm lost. I'm a sinner. Lord, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. What I meant was, God, I'm at a point. I know if, if I don't get some help from you, I'm going to hell. I didn't want to die and go to hell. Uh, and uh, when I come to that point, when I just give it to the Lord, he saved me. Boy, I'm glad he saved me by his grace. I want to tell a little story, and I'll get back to some of these other scriptures. I've told this story a few times. I used to pastor a church uh, up near Defiance called Pleasant View Missionary Baptist Church. Good church. They got a good pastor. Denny Hunter's their pastor. But many years ago, before I came to Pastor Lima Church, uh, we were there having service, and uh, there was a man we had a burden for. His name was John Whitaker. He was a big man. People nicknamed him Big John. He was sitting in the back corner on the left side of the church house on a Sunday morning, and God was blessing me to preach Jesus, and uh, the Holy Spirit was there, and God was convicting people's hearts, and uh, even as I just about uh, got ready to start the invitation, uh, God uh, spoke to John. John got up. He came halfway up the aisle. And I thought, boy, John's coming to the altar. And, but he stopped about halfway. He got down on his knees and uh, was praying at the side aisle. God laid it on my heart to go back and speak to him. I said, John, uh, what's going on, buddy? I thought you was coming to the altar. He said, I was coming to the altar, but... He said, about halfway up here, he said, I realize I probably don't have enough faith to get saved. And I said, John, I got good news for you. You've got enough faith to get saved. He said, how do you know, preacher? I said, because God wouldn't have called you without giving you enough faith to get saved. God knows what we need. And I said, uh, John, uh, the Bible says uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's in the book of Romans. And uh, so I said, God also, uh, the Bible said, God gives uh, to every man a measure of faith. And so, uh, John... I said, God wouldn't have called you if he wouldn't have given you enough faith. And so I said, John, the devil's trying to talk you out of getting saved. All you got to do is trust God. John, you don't have to figure it out. You just need to come like God's calling you to come. Well, John got up off his feet and he come on to the altar. And you know the story. John prayed for just a little bit and he got saved. He, got he said, I, I did have enough faith. God gave me everything I needed. This Bible also says that we're saved by the faith of Jesus Christ. I preached some on that just recently. It's by the faith of Jesus Christ. When, when Jesus died on the cross, he had faith in his father that he'd raise him from the dead. And he did. And he did that for you and me. Well, praise God. When God reached me with the gospel, God gave me the faith of Jesus Christ. And all I had to do is look up by faith to the Lord. Let's go to this scripture here in the book of Luke for just a little bit. I need to uh, get on this. And that first part of this is the, what people call the Lord's Prayer. He was teaching us how to pray. I don't need to go through those steps, but I want to go down to verse 5. Jesus is explaining prayer. And listen to this. He said, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. So there was a question. Who's going to have that happen? 
Uh, Jesus answered that down here. Verse 8, he said, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him uh, because he is his friend, but because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So uh, here's the thing. Uh, let me name these people in here. There's uh, the fellow by the side of the road, and then there's the good neighbor that's got the bread. And then there's the weary traveler that's coming down the road. Well, the church is the, the, the one that's by the roadside. The church is one by the roadside. And one time in my life, I was a worried traveler. I come uh, at midnight. It was dark in my life. And I come to church. And uh, you know what the church did? They prayed for me. And boy, I'm glad the church is still praying for the lost. Uh, if you're lost, you can get saved. You don't have to stay lost. Well, here's what happened. Uh, Jesus said, how many of you would go to your neighbor and say, friend, I've got somebody that's come to visit me. I don't have any bread to serve them. Can you loan me three loaves? He said, how many of you would have a, a, a friend like that or a neighbor like that that would say, no, I can't do it right now? He said, not just because he's your friend, but because of your importunity. That means an urgent request. Uh, that means begging, pleading. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm glad the church made a request of God when I was lost. They were praying for me. And those that are lost now, the church is praying for you. And here's what happened. When the church prays, now, the church doesn't save you, but God uses the church to reach people. That's where the gospel goes out. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. That's the gospel being preached in the power of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus said, the man that's got the bread, not just because he's your friend, but because of your urgent request. Church, I'm glad we've been praying. Boy, keep praying. Don't let up. We got a lot of lost people that need to get saved. But here's what the neighbor said. The good neighbor with the bread said, here's as many loaves as you need. I'm telling you what today, I feel like God's got a table. I feel like he's got plenty of bread on it. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And so folks, if you're lost, you're like that worry traveler I'm preaching about. You've come uh, to the church, not just physically. You might be here physically lost, but there's, a lot of people that's out there that's listening and watching online. I, I'm, I'm sure of that this morning. Believe that. And, and just like the man that I talked to on the phone Friday night and Saturday that we had prayer together. Uh, he may be satisfied, but now I hope he is. He's getting close. If he's not satisfied yet, I want you to get satisfied today right now. I believe you're watching. I, I, I believe you're praying, and I'm praying for you. I want to hear that you're satisfied. When I got satisfied, you know, uh, I always thought if when I got saved, I thought it might be like big fireworks. And I'm telling you what, now, it might be with some folks. Uh, it was wonderful. But what, what happened to me when I got saved? I had all this turmoil and, and I had all this problem inside and this agony. When I got saved, God took all that away. And I had peace in my soul. Boy, I still got that peace in my soul. You can have that today. So listen, let's go on a little bit. He goes on down through here, verse 9. I want to go back to that where I uh, kind of came to after I was back in Jeremiah. Verse 9, this is still Jesus talking. He said, and I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. Let me explain that. I think everybody knows this, but God wants me to explain it. Jesus is not saying, uh, if you'd like to have a new car, just ask God and bang, a new car shows up. He's not talking about natural things. We know that. I think everybody knows that. He's not saying, if you want a, a bunch of money put in your bank account, just ask me. Now, God blesses us with our natural things. Those are blessings from God too. But that's not what Jesus is talking about. That's not what's most important. I've known some people while I've been on a journey. It was very poor, naturally speaking. 
Just barely had the necessities of life. But they were happy anyway because they had Jesus in their life. I've talked to people that were getting ready to die and they had very little physically. Uh, even their strength and their health was gone and they could look up and smile with trembling finger. They could point toward heaven and say, God has sure been good to me. So Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Uh, I believe it's back in the book of Isaiah uh, where the Lord said, seek you the Lord while he may be found. Call you upon him while he's near. I'm telling you what, when God comes a passing by and when the Holy Spirit's moving and when God's calling, well, that's the time to get saved. When I got saved, and you know, I'd been seeking the Lord, and I'd been trying uh, for a while, but when I got it, I was so happy, and it just blessed my soul so good. I thought, boy, I'm glad I'm saved. I wished I'd have got saved a little earlier, but I'm glad I am got saved right now. I never have in my life wished I'd have put it off. When I look back at it, I'm glad I can say I got saved right when I did. Now, I want you to really pray, keep praying. I believe God's talking to some folks this morning. Uh, let me tell you about some folks in the Bible that seek the Lord and found him. There's a woman one time, and we preach about her a lot, and a lot of folks do, and boy, I like to go back to her. Uh, she was a woman who had a bad sickness. There's a lot of bad sickness in our world today, physically speaking. Well, this woman had a bad sickness spiritually and naturally. Uh, she was a woman that had an issue of blood. She, she would bleed. And uh, she had that for 12 years. She would went to the doctor's. She spent all her living. I don't know how much money she had, but she spent all of it. And she was none better. But then she heard about Jesus. And Jesus was coming by. Well, I didn't have a physical problem like that, but I had a sickness in my soul. I had a blood problem. I had sin in there. But Jesus come by in the church and the Holy Spirit, Jesus come by one day. Uh, boy, this woman, she purposed in her heart. If I can just go touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. Well, now, listen to this. There was a big crowd around. A lot of times, big crowds make people nervous. Kind of does me. It did when I was a sinner boy, especially. But she didn't let the crowd bother her. She said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. Y'all know the story. Let me tell you a few, of the, a few of the things that happened. She reached out by faith. She touched the hem of his garment. Immediately. She was healed. Jesus stopped and he said, who touched me? Now, folks, we all know he knew who touched her. He knows everything. But he asked that because he wanted her uh, to acknowledge that she'd been touched by him. She touched him with his garment. And his spirit touched her soul and body. Well, she admitted that it was her. It's me. Well, praise God. I'm glad when you get saved, you need to tell it. And when you admit it, boy, I mean, it'll do something for you. So that was a big crowd. Let me go to the other side of this thing. There was a woman one time met Jesus, just her and him. You probably recognize and guess who I'm going to mention. It was a Samaritan woman. She met Jesus at the well. It surprised her. She come to draw water, and Jesus met her there. I'm glad Jesus met me when it was time for me to get a drink. Well, let me tell you that story a little bit. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. And she said, why would you ask me a drink of water? You're a Jew and I'm smart and our people don't have any dealings. Why would you ask me a drink of water? I get this part. Jesus said, if you knew it was to ask you for a drink, you would have asked him or me. You would have asked him for a drink, 
We're talking about asking Jesus for something. So you'd ask him for a drink. He said, and I would have give you a drink of living water. Uh, he said, uh, you'd never thirst anymore. Uh, you get water out of this well, after a while you're going to get thirsty again. That was the natural water. But he was talking spiritually. She didn't quite understand it first. He said, I'd give you a drink that you'd never thirst again. She said, Lord, uh, give me that drink then. Give me that drink that I don't have to thirst and I don't have to come to draw water out of the well. Boy, she was thinking of it naturally. But Jesus and her had a good conversation and uh, finally she recognized that he was the master. He was the Messiah. She even told him, she said, the Messiah's gonna come. Then all these things we took care of. Uh, someday, uh, but Jesus told her it's today. It's now. Well, she got something in her soul. She got the living water, praise God. And uh, boy, I like this point. When she realized what she had, she left her water pot. Uh, she, she went away uh, with the well. She had a well of water. Jesus said, it'll be in you a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Boy, I got a drink of living water one time. It's been in me bubbling up ever since. Uh, you know, I get hungry sometimes uh, to hear the gospel. I get hungry to hear the songs of Zion. I get hungry to hear the testimonies. I want to feel the spirit. But I've never been hungry in that spot in my soul for salvation. Because when Jesus saves your soul, he gives you salvation. He takes care of you. Boy, I'm, I'm glad we've got a God like that. I'm telling you what today, I'm glad the Lord is able to save to the uttermost. He's real and all we got to do is seek him. Let me go back to verse 9. It's where my text is at. And I keep repeating it. I want to read it again. Jesus said, I say unto you, ask. Just ask out of your heart. Well, how can I do that? Just do your best. I, I didn't know fancy words when I was lost. I still don't know many fancy words. I didn't know many fancy words. God's not interested in fancy words. He's not interested even too much in how you look on the outside. He just wants you to ask him to save your soul. Now, heaven and hell, heaven on the one side, hell on the other side. If you don't get saved and you die, you'll go down to a place called hell. But all you have to do is from your heart, just ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Save me, Lord. Lord, save me. Lord, I'm a sinner. Just save me. Well, I'm glad I got saved one time. So let me read this anyway. I say unto you, ask and you sh it shall be given. It shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. And oh praise God. Let me get verse 13 again. If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children. You know a parent. Uh, they wouldn't give something bad to their kids. And Jesus made that point. And it's almost funny. He said, if, if a son would ask bread of you, would you, would you give him a, a stone? Or if he asked a fish, would you give him a serpent? Or if he asked an egg, would you offer him a scorpion? No, no, we wouldn't do that. We try to be good to our people, but God loves us so much, and he's got things we need that mom and dad can't give us. My mom and dad couldn't give me salvation. But if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Boy, I praise God today. I'm glad. Uh, let me tell you one more person in the Bible. Come on my heart. There was a man one time coming down the road. And he met Jesus. And he recognized who he was. Somebody must have told him about him. He said to Jesus, if thou wilt, you can make me clean. 
Leprosy was a bad disease. It, it just tormented people and eat the flesh off their body and eventually kill them. It's very contagious. But he said to Jesus, if thou wilt, you can make me clean. Boy, I like what Jesus said. He said, I will. It's the will of God for people to be clean. Jesus said, I will. Be thou clean. Immediately, leprosy was gone. Well, that's a good comparison of sin. When I was a lost boy and I come to Jesus, it was his will for me to be saved. Now listen, it's not God's will that any should perish, but to everybody come salvation. I hope you can have a song in just a minute. Let's pray, church. I, I'm going to have an invitation in just a minute. But listen, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. If you ask, you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. I want you to seek the Lord today. There's nothing tricky about this. No, no pressure. It's just an invitation to come and live. Could you come sing? We're going to ask Linda to come and sing. <clears throat> okay, she's going to get the mic over there. And uh, if y'all want to, just stand up with me. And y'all out there at your home, stand up. <laughs> if you feel like it. Just stand up. Being part of this church service. I want to beg you to come today. Pray for her while she sings. Listen. If you've got a problem. Listen. Amen. I'd sure like Amen. to share. Please come. There's one right. special way <clears throat> I can show you Amen. I care. Call on him today, folks. Listen to I him. could offer Help us, Lord. Opinions yeah. That might prove untrue. Yeah, Lord. For the only sure answer. Would you just come and pray? Here's what I'll do. Yeah, Lord. I will talk to Please, God, help us. My if you feel like coming and praying here, do it. If you're out there somewhere. Pray, talk to Jesus. And Seek, and you shall find. Ask, and it'll be given to you. Will you just ask him today? Here's what he'll Help us, Lord. Do. Help us, Lord. He will share all your problems, and he'll yeah. make your yeah, Lord. life new. Help us, God. It's no bother. Yeah, Lord. For my father Please, God. will do this for you. Yeah, buddy. I have never Listen. prayed Please, pray, folks. down from the sky. <clears throat> oh, but God yeah. has saw each tear that Amen. has ever fell from. These eyes. So if you've got a mountain alone you can't climb, I'll take your burdens and yeah. I'll make Amen. them mine. And I will talk yeah, to Lord. you. My Please, Lord, for you, and 
if I know my father. Yeah, buddy. Good song. Appreciate it. Please, Lord. He will share all your problems. Yeah. And make your life new. Please, Lord. It's no bother for my father will do this for you. Amen. That's good. I've got a, I've got another impression. I, and you can do either one. You can either pray with us or, or sing, whichever's on your heart. But if you want to pray, you can go over there. I'm going to go here. I'd like for everybody to come pray this morning. If you're saved, I'd like for you to come pray for the lost. If you're lost, I'd like to see you come pray for yourself to get saved. And uh, you can either sing or pray. That's whatever you feel like. But I'm going to get down over here. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood washes. Appreciate that singing. Appreciate the prayer. Anybody got anything you want to say before we come to close? Follow your heart. Ever do. Any impression to do anything or say anything? Lee, you got something else on your heart to say? Okay. Anybody? Any aids? Hey, man. What a good testimony. Thank you. That stirred my heart. I'm glad I'm saved. 
Best thing ever happened to me is getting saved. The best thing I've experienced since I got saved is seeing other people get saved. That blesses me. Yeah. Anybody else got anything? Amen. Amen. I feel like singing. Um, I just got up. Yeah. And I want everybody that's here to help me sing. I just got up. Okay. And, and before you sing, let me say this. It's so simple to get saved. And the devil will make you think it's hard. And uh, the devil will try to talk you into resisting it. All you have to do is just obey the Lord. Just ask God to save you. And uh, if you do that, and you do it right out of your heart when God's calling you, God save you. He, he will. God God won't let anybody stay lost that really wants to get saved. It comes while he's calling you. And so I'm glad that song, I just got up and watched a great song. Uh, if you if you hear this morning or you're out there listening and watching, uh, God can get you up spiritually. And I'm glad I got up like this song tells about. It's got a great, got a great meaning to it. And I want you to pray and please seek the Lord this morning. Okay, she so won't let everybody come up here and help her. Come on, come help, just like you do in the youth group. Just yeah, come up this and sing. Yeah, youth group. Yep, just line up along through here. That's great. That's fantastic. Oh, Peter and John were going to pray. Yeah. They had no idea that a lame man was that man hoping money would fall into his cup. But rise up and walk was his command. When Peter took him by the hand, leaping and shouting, I
Glad I got up one day. And sometimes as we go through life, we'll get down emotionally or physically. But if you got up in Jesus, your soul never gets down. It's always up. And I'm on my way home. Anybody else got anything? All right. I guess we're through then. I don't know anything else to do. That'll do it. Thank you.